welcome to Gaining to Give, the podcast where money meets meaning. I'm Josh Roche, wealth advisor, founder of the Roche Group, and your host. Every week, we'll dive into practical tips, stories, and strategies that I hope help add purpose to your finances. Thanks so much for joining me, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Welcome. Thanks so much for tuning in. This is the first episode of Gain and Give, and I'm so glad that you're here. I'm joined by my beautiful wife, Holly. So glad to have her on as co-host this episode. So thanks so much for being here and welcome, Holly. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Why don't you start by just giving everyone a small glimpse of who Holly is? Okay. (laughs) So I am a nurse. I work at a women's hospital a couple days a week, and the other few days I stay at home and work as a mom with our little boy, Leo. He is almost 11 months. I'm biased, but I think she might be the best mom. So, okay, enough about that. Let's dive into what we're going to talk about today. Holly, what are we sharing about today? So today we're talking about budgeting. Yes, budgeting. Now, before you run off, because budgeting can be a whole lot of fun to talk about, I'm really excited. I think it's something that's commonly overlooked, and I'm really excited to dive in and just talk about a few things related to budgeting that I think could be helpful for you. Okay, Josh. So what is budgeting? Well, I like to think of budgeting kind of like a health checkup. And Holly, you know this well, being a nurse, but you know when I go to the doctor, probably not as often as I should, You commonly get blood work, a a panel that tells you about the things you're doing really well and maybe parts of your body that you're not doing so well at. And I think of budgeting that way, it kind of gives us a pulse check of our money, of our spending, of our savings, of our income. And it just gives you the tools that you need. Nothing about your blood work or your health checkup says, this is how you fix it. That's what the doctor's for, is they can talk to you about changes you need to make that would then allow you to accomplish the things that are important to you. In the health checkup, of course, that's creating longevity in life. In your budget, it's creating about uh, margin and and a better opportunity to accomplish the goals that you've set forward. And so, you know, diving a little bit more in, a budget is simply a a roster of your income, your expenses, your savings, uh, those things repeated on a weekly or monthly basis, depending on how often you track it, how often you want to be doing that. But it allows us to be able to monitor our spending and see whether that's a healthy level for our goals or whether it's something that needs to be looked at a little bit closer and maybe changed. Okay, so knowing that budgeting is very important, um, if I was brand new, very intimidated by budgeting, didn't know how to go about it, where do you suggest I begin? So I think most people think that budgeting starts by you know taking an inventory of your income, your spending, and writing all that down on a piece of paper or spreadsheet and starting from there. But I would suggest that it actually begins with something much more important than that. And that's with goals. It's sitting down and setting out what's really important to you over the next few years. I think you need to have short-term goals, medium-term goals, and long-term goals. And I break that down thinking of short-term as what's going to happen in the next two years, or what do I want to happen in the next two years? Medium-term as two to 10, something that's maybe not right away, but a few years out that I need to be planning for. And then I think about long-term as something 10 years plus. To give you an example, I think short-term might be something like replacing a car. Maybe you drive a beater like me, and you know you're going to need to replace that in the next 12, 18, 24 months. 
I think of medium term as maybe I've got a, a child who's in grade school that's maybe going to be graduating and uh, be attending a trade school or a university. I also think about it, this as maybe a, a big trip we're planning as a family. We're going to Disney and taking everybody there, and it's going to be three or four years out. And then long term, I think about the obvious being retirement, but this could be education. This could be caring for parents or planning for long-term care needs for yourself or a spouse. I think about it uh, just a few examples that way. Setting goals and budgeting is something that Josh taught me. It's something we do um, with our own budget at home, and it's been a great way to help motivate us as a couple and kind of narrow our mindset on what goals we are working to accomplish together. And I think why it's so important to start there is just any day-to-day, week-to-week, month-to-month, following a budget can be kind of... uh, monotonous, not exciting. It's easy to get distracted and find the new best thing that you want to buy or why you need to go spend some time with friends, spend some money going out, whatever it might be. But when you have a goal in mind, it gives you motivation. It gives you a reason to stick to it. Kind of gives you a purpose about why you might say yes to some things and no to others. You're not just trying to abide by the budget to say you did, but to accomplish those things that are really important. So once someone has created their goals, what should they do next? So next is taking those goals, keeping them in mind, and building a plan. We're going to start by writing down all of our monthly income. If you are a little bit more variable, maybe you're in a commission-based job, maybe you're part-time in variable hours, write down an average or maybe a little bit below average month, something that you can count on and reasonably accomplish each month. Once you've written down your income and you know how much money we're working with, then you're going to go into your expenses and you're going to build by category how much you expect, what's a reasonable amount to be spending on things like gasoline, things like groceries, things like medical or things like clothing. And once you've written down all your categories of your outflows, your expenses, there should hopefully be a surplus. There may not be. There might be a shortfall. And from there, we get to start making decisions. If there is a surplus, ideally, that surplus is what funds our goals. You need to have a plan to identify and and make sure that you're saving enough to achieve those short, medium, and long-term goals. That's where somebody like me, a financial planner, can come in to help. And you need to make sure that you create a plan that's appropriate, whether it includes just saving or saving and investing for some goals. But that surplus is really going to tell you Are you on track or not? And from there, if you are, great. Maintain month to month. Make sure you're abiding by that budget and you're going to hit those goals. If it's not, then you need to make some decisions. You could either go and increase your income. You could cut some expenses out of that budget. Or maybe we need to take a look back at our goals and make sure that they were also reasonable. I think it's also good to be reminded that you don't have to be disheartened if that first time you create a budget or recreate a budget if you've been doing something currently, that your current state is not always your future state. Maybe today with your income and expenses, it doesn't leave a significant surplus. And maybe that surplus is not enough to achieve all the goals that you listed out. And so maybe today, maybe this year, you need to make a change to those goals temporarily. But I really think the the greatest changes you can make is increasing your income or decreasing your expenses. If you decided something was important to you and you set it as a goal, I think that's something that you need to come back to. You can take that away or maybe reduce it temporarily, but I think your goal at the end of the year, at the end of the month, whatever it might be, 
should be about increasing your income or decreasing your expenses to allow you to hit that goal. But in the meantime, if you need to take or reduce a goal, just so you don't feel frustrated every time that you complete your monthly budget, I think that's okay. It's a good reminder that today we're not maybe where we always want to be, but we've got to start somewhere. Okay, so how often should somebody be updating their budget? Is it a daily, weekly, monthly update? Should it be an obsession? Where do you suggest we start with that? I think you've got to find a system that works for you. I know some people that update their budget daily. (laughs) They love getting into that spreadsheet. They love writing it down. They love being able to track their spending because it makes it very real and present for them. If I'm going to go swipe my card at McDonald's for lunch, if I've just tracked my expenses the day before, I know whether I have room in my eating out budget or not. I would say that most people don't track it that frequently, uh, but there's nothing wrong if you like to. For Holly and I, we track this twice a month where we're going to enter all of our expenses into those categories to just give us a quick check about how we're doing, where we maybe have room or maybe where we've overspent a little bit on the first half of the month and need to pull back. Um, If it's something that you're really busy, if it's something that maybe is a little bit tougher to enjoy or get into, make this a fun event once a month. You can grab all of your transactions, put them into the categories and see how you did that month and make adjustments from there. But I do recommend that it's tracked more frequently than monthly because if you do it twice a month, at least, it gives you a chance to improve. Uh, let's say a category you've you've just done a really terrible job with. For me, it's eating out. Maybe I've gone out to lunch too many times, and so we're well ahead of where we should be on the eating out budget this month. You know, At least it gives you an opportunity to pull back before the month is over, and then we don't have that conversation at the end of the month saying, well, blew it again. What do we do now? Knowing all of this information, how do we use it to drive our future spending? Well, I think once you've tracked your budget on a monthly basis and hopefully for a few months, it starts to give you some really good information that you can use practically. I think that it gives you um, areas, some categories that maybe you are consistently overspending on that either A, we're lacking discipline in that area or B, Maybe we didn't set a reasonable budget. Maybe we spent or we set 400 for groceries, but there's no way we're getting out of the grocery store each month for less than 500 and we're already skimping on a lot of different areas. Um, maybe it's an area that you con- consistently have a surplus in. Maybe it's gasoline and you budgeted 250 a month and you're only spending 150 and that's consistent. That's an area that we can reallocate in our budget, maybe move it down to 150 and use that for a greater purpose, like our long-term goals, short-term goals, whatever it might be, or an area that's underfunded. Um, This is something that Holly and I really enjoy. We get to do our monthly budget meetings, which is actually a whole lot of fun. Right, Holly? That makes us sound like big nerds. Josh is the leader of the budget meeting. I just show up. (laughs) (laughs) she actually really likes it we have a lot of fun it's kind of like a date night after leo goes down for bed we just get a time to chat and discuss and pray about our finances and then also decide how are we doing or just evaluate how we're doing and if there's going to be one person that blows our budget it's usually me it's usually on the eating out expenses i love going out to lunch holly's a great saver very frugal and it's me that blows it so I think um, it, it is something that, especially if you're married or, or have a significant other, y- you want to involve this process together. Maybe somebody takes the lead like I do, but it's very much a joint effort and it's something that's really, really important to the both of us. Okay. So after listening to our podcast, if someone decides, all right, I am ready to give this a try and start budgeting, what tools, apps, 
spreadsheets or even just on paper? How do you recommend someone starts? I think there's a couple of different tools that people can use. I know some people prefer to do this on paper, believe it or not. Still want to write it down, see every category, and they work better that way. A lot of people use Excel spreadsheets. If you're familiar with it, you can do summing, calculations, all of that, do a lot of work for you. And then there are some really great apps too. There is a, an app called YNAB, You Need a Budget, and you can look that up. I, I do think there's a cost for it. I think it's an annual subscription, so it's a bit more on the expensive side, but I do think it's a pretty robust budgeting app if you want to use that one. I know that Dave Ramsey has a every dollar app that does have a paid version, I believe, but I think the free one is pretty simple and easy to track expenses on there as well. Um, but Holly and I use an Excel spreadsheet that's just what works for us. And maybe you try a few things. Maybe you decide what works best for you. But I do think those are a couple couple tools that could be helpful. I will uh, make our budget spreadsheet available. We have a template that you can use. If you shoot me an email at josh at Roche Wealth, which is R-O-C-H-E-W-E-A-L-T-H.com, josh at rochewealth.com, I will send you back a template of our budget spreadsheet if that would be a helpful start for you. Mm-hmm. You could also make an appointment to come see Josh at the Roche Group. He has a really incredible financial planning software that has a budgeting tool that he could help guide you through. All right, Josh, so wrap it up for us. Someone listening to this podcast, what do their takeaways need to be? What do they need to know? Okay, I think it's important that we remember it all starts with goals. Um, it starts with having some long medium, and short-term goals, you need some of each. I think that it's important that after you've identified your goals, you build a plan, and that is sort of your your monthly go-to. This is what I'm spending, this is what I'm making, and this is what I'm going to go by. Then you need to be consistently tracking it, need to find something that works for you, but I'd encourage something more often than monthly. I think you need to find tools that work for you, whether it be an, an app that you can daily edit your expenses, make sure they're going to the right categories, whether it's a spreadsheet, whether it's a financial planning software. And then I think you need to use those insights on a monthly, uh, maybe every other month to look back and say, where do I have extra? Where can I cut some things out? Where am I overspending? And then use that data to drive decisions that help you better accomplish your goals. It's also so important to remember that where you're at today, although sometimes can be discouraging, is not where you have to stay. Use that as fuel, as motivation. If you can accomplish all of those goals today with whatever surplus you might have, that's uh, one reason to go find ways to increase your income, to look for future opportunities so that one day you can have all those goals funded and even more. Thanks so much for tuning in on this episode. I hope that you'll choose to tune in to many more ahead. I really hope that this podcast was helpful for you. Maybe you can take it away and implement it into your own life. And I hope that you choose to share it with somebody else that could also benefit from it. If you have any comments or feedback about this episode or our podcast, would love for you to send me an email at josh at rochewealth.com or leave us a message on our website, the contact us page. That is rochewealth.com. Uh, There are some important disclosures in the description of this podcast episode for you to check out. And don't forget, the more you give, the more you gain. 